Hey, it's Drunken Time Travel History. Go, go. Welcome to the history. This week it's alchemy, or how I learned to stop worrying and love gold. Or as you prefer my other title, alchemy, alchemy, alchemy everybody in the room. That's, that's an interesting introduction. I, I like my introductions, they're... Uh, it's better than mine. <laughs> what would what be your introduction to an alchemy podcast? It's apparently silence. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you about alchemy because mm-hmm. in Evil of Daleks, the, uh, the human villain wanted to know about alchemy. Yes. And the Daleks told him, and then he became a Dalek. Thus, yeah. so many alchemists became villains. Mm. Uh, so, so alchemy. Do you, do you think they actually solved the problem of alchemy, but became Daleks and never shared it? Yeah. Is, is that the real secret? Especially the last person I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Especially him. Who will get? Who <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name. But go on, Karen. The entomology of alchemy or is uncertain. There are many words where French, Greek, or even Egyptian where it could have been from. Mm-hmm. The Egyptian word, for example, is kiwi, which means black, fertile soil. That's maybe where they were uh, alchemy and indeed chemistry came from the word. For let us not forget that that is where this is all going. This sounds a bit like a church sermon. Thusly. Alchemy is is not just the transmutation of base metals into gold, but also encompasses the elixir of life and transmutation of the ill into healthy. Also talks and there's also people that talk about alchemy as in the transmutation of the soul itself. Ah. Not the fish. So not whole, fish. So a whole bunch of weirdos. They're not weirdos. These these are your uh, proto scientists. For for it's very much proto science. Although there's a lot of people that use spirituality with it. I mean, back then they believed in the four humors theory, and I don't mean Groucho, Chico, Harpo, and Zeppo. Ah, uh, reference. Four humor reference you would get. Four humors <laughs> is uh, how how they used to think about the human body and uh, health and everything. Four humors being blood, black bile, yellow bile, and phlegm. And basically, if you had something wrong with you, it was because you either had too much or too little of the four humours. And they would find this out by looking at your vomit? No, they would say, because, well, well, each one, like, blood was hot and wet, mm. and there were others that were cold and wet, hot and dry, and cold and dry. It was because of things like that, like different diseases, they would let let your blood like cut a knife into you and take blood out of you and put it into a you know, put it into a bowl until till they until it became more pale and then they would stop. And people that would do this wouldn't be doctors, it would be your local barber. That's saving time. But this is through uh the reason this this, this lasted for a long, long time. This lasted well into like near the near the like like sixteenth seventeenth century. 
And then what happened in the 16th, 17th century? Well, I'm not talking about humour. Okay. I was just, I was just giving, right. you, uh, right. giving you a little... All right, car- carry back on now on the uh, subject. Yes, yeah, so I was saying spirituality through alchemy. Uh, I'm not alchemy, but it's, alchemy is very much a proto-science. There is the Philosopher's Stone, which is the substance for actually turning the lead into gold and, uh, and it's thought to be the elixir of life. But going back, alchemy began in China, because everything is made in China. Why not? Along with fireworks. Western alchemy seems to have begun in Egypt with King Hermes Trismegistus. Let's go with that. It, it sounds almost like it's spelled. He's, uh, he, which literally means thrice great. Oh, fuck, I want that now. <laughs> you are not even one great guy. Uh, just one thing, a lot of the modern is probably mythical, just like Tom Cruise. Uh, I never believed in Tom Cruise. No, you shouldn't. Although uh, he was given as the author of the Emerald Tablet, a cryptic source of how to transmutate, which Newton would then go on to translate. That's uh, Hermes Trimagistus, not, uh, not Tom Cruise. He, he didn't write that. What did Tom Cruise do? Uh, I think he was in a movie once. Nah, that doesn't sound right. Called Risky Business, maybe? I don't know. Nah, I think you're wrong there. I don't think Tom Cruise has done it. In the 3rd century, a lot of Egyptian books on alchemy were burnt. Ah, like Doctor Who. But it wouldn't have happened, of course, if they were e-books. Yeah, that's what happened. It was the 3rd century equivalent of (laughs) Doctor Who episodes being destroyed. I wonder did they have uh, reconstructions back then? <laughs> a reconstruction of a book. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> which is which is paintings of what the book used to look like. <laughs> Let's skip forward five centuries, because I'm sure nothing much happened. Probably didn't. No. Our eighth century and the Persian Geber or Abu Musa Dafar Al Sel. Which football team did he play for? He played for your face. Did it win? <laughs> Never wins. Three of its treatises uh, survive. One is called The Sum of the Perfect Magistry, mm-hmm. which uh, isn't a Tom Clancy novel, as you might think. I didn't think that. I'm not surprised. Although he did give the first mention, see, this is the first mention of actual actual science. You might, you might listen mm-hmm. to that. Uh, first mention of red oxide of mercury and nitrate of silver. You've heard me mention silver nitrate before, I'm sure. Silver nitrate is the one you put in a test tube and Mm. you put something in and it leaves like a surface of silver around the test tube so it looks like a mirror. I I, I can't remember you mentioning it before. I have because in my chemistry class, me me and and my lab partner were the only people to get it to work. (laughs) Results. And it is my, my, my one thing I've done right in my life. Did you throw it in the face? I literally threw it in their face. The uh, court case is ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> he, used, he used a style of writing to veil his discoveries, and one that's one of the reasons, uh, one of the etymologies of the word gibberish, because his name was Geber, so it mm. became gibberish. Uh, Although it is like it is like alchemy, and that there's fifty-four possible etymologies of these words. It's always a tricky subject, etymology. It's a real crazy show where anything would go. And then we shift to Spain, where the Arabian Moors introduced alchemy. 
and twelfth uh, century Artaphias wrote the art of prolonging human life, uh, in which he said he was a thousand years old, but things were still not as good as they used to be. Another made the art of lying. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say. Like back then, a hundred years would have been a bit. I mean, nah, it's just got me a thousand years. <laughs> the art of exaggeration. It's a thousand years old. And he, and he still wouldn't have got the telegram from the Queen back then. Mm. Mm. Now, death's been invented well before then, so I don't believe him. Who invented death? Uh, bacterium. I'm going to science this week. Sorry. Just you sit there. <laughs> In the 13th century, Roger Bacon was born. He was a Franciscan friar. Try saying that quick. Cool. Franciscan friar. Okay. As well as alchemy, he was also... I noticed you said that just after I took his ring, but sorry, carry on. He as well, well, I was going to wait until he didn't take his ring, he would be here for quite <laughs> some time. As well as alchemy, he also invented the theory of telescope, which Galileo, if you remember, uh, stole. Mm-hmm. And spectacles, try saying spectacles quick. Spectacles quick. He also deduced that air was involved in combustion, so, you know... We'd had fire for quite some time, but he was the first one to deduce that air was involved in it. So, so that was good, wasn't it? It's a pretty intelligent block, Scott. He also predicted cars and flying machines. Well, he was wrong, wasn't he? Oh, wait, sorry, no. And you didn't call him Leonardo da Vinci. But no, let's all fawn at Leonardo da Vinci and forget about this guy. What, what did we call him? Roger Bacon. Roger Bacon. And it's, it's not an instruction. His achievements, though, were blamed on devils, and he was prisoned and forced to repent. Mm. I have no idea if comfy chairs were used in this process. And when he did alchemy, he tried to conceal it, and this is, quote, is attributed to him. Truth ought not mm. to be shown to every bold person, for then it would become most vile that which in the hand of a philosopher is the most precious of all things. I think this so I think he's basically this. saying that Jack Nicholson in line from A Few Good Men, you can't handle the truth. Mm-hmm. I like him. Did you get a tattoo? What, saying I like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, what was it for? Where should I get the tattoo? Where should you get the tattoo? Yeah. On your face, everyone. Everyone who's no, listening. Actually, everyone who's listening to this is going to know that that's what I was going to say. You're talking about the establishment. You should get a yes. tattoo in. <laughs> Nowhere in Barnsley, I can tell you that much. If you'd have answered the opposite, I'd have meant wear on my body. But it's, it's because basic, I'm it's a, cunt, a It's a basic rule of comedy. Yeah. Comedy cunt. <laughs> Carry on. We're in the 14th century now. Have you adjusted? Mm. Yeah. Right. That was the sound of me adjusting. There were acts of parliament passed in England forbidding alchemy practice on pain of death. Unfortunately, there were there were death was not banned on pain of alchemy. Amen. Papal bulls were also made by the Pope in his spare time. Yeah, which which banned alchemy as well. Although Pope John the Twenty Second was rumored to be involved in alchemy himself. It wouldn't be like the popes to ban something and then do it themselves, would it? No. I don't know what you're getting at, Gav. <laughs> I'm just a good boy. 
In the 15th century, Parcellus, whose full name is Philippus Aurelius Theophrastus Bombastus von Hottenheim. That was very impressive. I was impressed. Who was a physician and an alchemist, challenged the Greek idea of everything made of four elements, earth, fire, water and, and air. air. He replaced it with salt, sulfur and mercury. Mercury we might remember from a previous podcast. Yes. See how it all links in. Everything links in. He created laudanum, an opium tincture widely used until the end of the 19th century as an mm. anaesthetic, I believe. <clears throat> he gave zinc its name, so I'm sure zinc was very happy about that. And uh, more Be- importantly... Because, because before then it was an, I don't know my name. Yep. He was calling himself Alpha, Beta or Omega. And was getting laughed at for his name tags. Yeah. And they said, here, your name is Zinc. And it was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and he also gave, gave, he came up with the name Alcohol. So he's very oh. relevant to this conversation. So he is my god. He also claimed to have created a 12-inch human. I am unaware if he was a pianist. I, I liked how that sentence, it goes, he had created a 12-inch and the sentence stops and carries on at the next line. And I had to wait until the next line to see what a 12-inch he created. What, what like you were waiting for like a 12-inch vinyl LP or something? Yeah, because if you created that, oh, it's brilliant. But yeah, apparently there was there, there, people thought that Bombastus was where the word bombast, bomb, bombast. No, where the word bombastic comes from. But uh, no, that was just his personality, apparently. 16th century, Edward Kelly. He was another alchemist. I've heard of him before. Have you heard of Edward Kelly? Yeah. Are you thinking of Matthew Kelly? <laughs> I've heard of Matthew Tonight, Kelly. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Edward Kelly. That's my mother. He lost his ears. He didn't mm. lose them. He, you know, they were cut off mm. when he, after he was accused of forging so some title s- deeds. Someone stole his ears. Yes, someone cut off his ears and stole them. And uh, this was at the time of Elizabeth I. You might remember her from mm-hmm. such things as Elizabeth. From such things as the Queen. Blackadder too. Such things as history. Such things as history, yes. Dr. John Dee was an advisor to her. She was. He was also a uh, alchemist. He was interested in Kelly's visions and employed him for a time. Mm. He never noticed his lack of ears because they were, it was concealed under a skull cap. I mean, surely whenever he kept saying what <laughs> would have been a big clue. See, that's funny. <laughs> so a Polish prince took Kelly to Prague where Emperor Rudolf II sent mm-hmm. him up with land and the freedom of the city, a position of state, and that was all for the knowledge of transmutation. Okay. Needless to say, he couldn't uh, do that because, you know, because she can't. Because she can't. So he went to prison, and while attempting to escape from prison, fell from considerable height and died when he was the age of 40. So that all worked out for him. Why did he fall? Because it was high up. Okay. That's my guess. <laughs> I don't normally fall when I go high. John Only D- if you push me. Uh, John Damien, an alchemist to James the Fourth of Scotland. Uh, mm-hmm. built a pair of wings and tried to fly off Stirling Castle but fell to the ground breaking his leg and what he did was he blamed the fact that he used chicken feathers because they can't fly 
you know, instead of the fact that it was a stupid idea in the first place. Yeah. What he should have done mm -hmm. was not jumped out of the window with chicken feathers. What he should have done is he should have, you know, yeah, he was right, so he flew, and then he could have, could have helped that Kelly guy in Prague as he fell. And it could have mm -hmm. been like a daring rescue or something. Mm. If they'd have crashed into each other and gone into some sort of spiral with the wings, I was they could have cushioned each other's landing or something. Or they could have turned into a tornado. A tornado of chicken feathers. Yeah. Chicknado. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Somebody should make a film. Another, uh, another German alchemist, Mr. Hennig Rand. He tried to get gold from his body. What he did was he found this golden liquid from the body. Yeah. Which was, of course, urine. Mm -hmm. And he thought, well, there's got to be gold in here somewhere. Yeah. You see, you see his logic. But he did find an element. Uh, unfortunately, mm -hmm. it was phosphorus and not gold. You see, what I think what he was doing here is he, he got caught in the middle of... Uh, got caught in a trap. ...golden shower, and he was making excuses. Well, he did keep it a secret, apparently, but you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Now, onto the completely bonkers. Isaac yeah, Newton. The best bit, yeah. Isaac Newton. Uh, who, Isaac Newton, the great, you know, scientist, physics person, devoted more writing on alchemy than optics or physics, and that was over a million words. If anybody were going to do it, it would be... And he did go on to become director of the Mint, so, you know, maybe he succeeded. Maybe he did. No, it's all bought. No. He just said two seconds ago, but now it's Isaac Newton, so oh, maybe it's true then. Mm. He wrote to Robert Boyle to ask him to keep, quote, high silence on the principles of alchemy. Boyle would then publish The Skeptical Chemist, uh, which was on the separation between alchemy and chemistry. Boyle's a dick. Boyle's law to do with gas. Mm -hmm. What are they? It's still a dick. I'd just like to finish off by saying that modern chemistry laboratory owes a lot to the many inventions and lab equipment done for alchemy, and also all the insane batshit people. Excellent. May the batshit insane people rule the earth. Yeah. <laughs> I think they do. Job done. Super twist. Super twist.